Well, welcome to the Burand and Associates podcast, Insurance Banter. In each one of our episodes, you'll experience insightful discussion that you can turn around and implement in your business to make you a more effective insurance professional. And we're pleased today to be joined by uh, Anrog from Arius Analytics. Good morning, Chris, and good morning, Anrog. Morning. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, it's our pleasure to have you. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about, about you and, and your company? Sure. Thanks uh, again, Chris and Paul, for having me over. I'm Anuraksha. I'm the CEO and co-founder of uh, Aureus Analytics. Um, the company is focused on helping independent agents and brokers you know, leverage value from their data. We've built a product called Donna, which essentially helps agents make more money from leveraging their data. And essentially, the goal is that there is so much value hidden within the data that everybody already has within their various tools and ecosystem that that's something that people haven't really you know, unlocked in a way that's um, beneficial to business. Sometimes it's because of complexity. Sometimes it's cost. Um, sometimes it's just not knowing how to do it. Um, and we just want to make that simple. Um, so we work with more than 100 plus agencies today um, where we're right, probably processing more than 3 billion of premium on, on the platform. Um, just processing that data to help identify opportunities, you know, be proactive, work with your customers. Um, so that's, that's really what the data platform is all about it. Again, it's called Donna for agents. Um, and, and the name is essentially driven from a television series called Suits, if anybody's ever seen it. But Donna was the assistant who always knew everything before somebody asked them. So that's that's the story on the name. That's a good that's a good story. That's a good name to have for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about data and technology and and what it does. I mean, we've on this podcast multiple times over the past few months, we've talked about, you know, the talent stress that's going on in the marketplace right now, how hard it is to find people. Um, and so your technology can obviously extract uh, data out of, out of the information systems that agencies have, but um, how, how does that, you know, how does it make an agency more efficient? How does it help them with the staffing problems where you might not necessarily tie those two things together all the time? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a natural thing that you would look for an analytics platform to help, you know, address some of your people challenges or, you know, uh, talent-related challenges. But we've seen that a lot of agencies who've been able to use some of the technology, um, they can make their existing teams more efficient. Um, so it does not eliminate the entire challenge of, how do we deal with not finding the right talent, but at least you can reduce the impact by making the people you have more efficient at what they're doing, right? So one of the things we've seen with some of our agencies is that just prioritizing which customers you need to talk, right? So I'll give you an example is one of our agency who's a very active user, uses our platform to figure out which customers they need to call 90 days before renewal um, who are at a risk of you know leaving so instead of calling everybody which can take 
at all. You want to prioritize who should you call first uh, and still have the impact of making sure that your most important customers are retained. Um, and Donna helps them identify the risk of who's going to leave, why they're going to leave uh, without the team having to do anything. So the team is now working on the more important ones and hence uh, being more efficient. So it's it's kind of making, it's almost funny. We, we went to an agency and one of the agency producers and CSR teams were working and using Donna. And she said, I can't leave this agency because I don't know if the next agency I go to has Donna or not. Right, uh, which was which is funny, but also a very strong uh, statement in a way that you know it's making people's lives easier. And if you can use tools to retain the talent, then it's going to help address and, like I said, not eliminate. So um, that's that's how a technology tool, like you know, which doesn't seem like a natural fit for driving. Uh, you know, people issues, but it can be a big help. So what you're saying is if my agent gets this, I'm never getting a call again because it will identify me as just one lazy dude that is never <laughs> going to leave because I don't want to go through the effort. And so they just don't call me and I'll stay and everything will be fine. <laughs> or, or, or now that you know, you probably make some phone calls and they suddenly <laughs> go top of the queue, right? You Yes, for sure. Well, that's that's cool. And Chris, I know you've been you you're in lots of agencies. You see them from uh, you know probably if there's somebody still using a filing cabinet, you've been in their office pretty recently, and up to you know folks on the cutting edge. Uh, I mean, what do you see from a a staffing standpoint? Um, even just uh, the culture, the the feel around agencies. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? What I, I think the mistake most agents are making is, is that they're not trying to become more efficient. They're just throwing more people at the, you know, I had 20 people, so now I need 20 people. And really, there's a lot of ways to become a lot more efficient. And becoming more efficient is really the solution because then you don't have to fill so many holes. Just super simple concept there. And the other thing that Arak brought up there, I think just, I, I, I cannot overemphasize this point, is that my clients, whether they are a four-person shop or they have 400 people in their shop, of the agencies that have the right culture, and a lot of times that means high-quality technology, um, but it's, it's a culture that brings the high quality technology into the agency. They don't have the turnover problems everybody else has. They really don't. And so if we can bring technology and we can develop that culture and have that efficiency, and I'll say one other thing about the efficiency part that's really pretty cool. The agencies I work with and I've been in, I've been, gosh almighty, I've probably worked with 15 different good size agencies already this week on a one-to-one -one basis. And um, those that have, um, have good efficiencies built into their culture also are a great place that uh, for account managers that to work, they want to work at those places because there's a fairness when you have efficiency and there's um, 
a safety net when you have that efficiency because you have consistency of process. So what Anurag said makes perfect sense to me and my just my experience from this week with 15 different agencies. Um, yeah, it's 100% on top. It really is. And, and, and Anurag, I'll have you talk about that a little more as far as using technology or to attract or retain. Um, I know that it was has to be 10, 12 years ago now. There was a carrier, and I remember in their job descriptions, one of the benefits they were talking about was, you know, they, they give the employees iPads and, and just they highlighted a few technology things. And today, yeah, that's not so impressive, but you know, 10, 12 years ago, getting an iPad, it was pretty new. I thought it was a little bit quirky, but I've watched that carrier now for a long time and they don't have turnover issues. They've got um, really effective people that work with them. Uh, they're growing, they're profitable. And they did highlight that technology. So, what are you know what are you seeing there in the in the agencies and things? Yeah, it's it's funny you say that. I and that kind of takes me back to a very interesting incident I, I remember many many years back. And I'm dating myself here because I'm going to talk of something called an iPod. Um, but there's a software company which really became big and successful, and they IPO'd, and they actually gave iPods to every single team member, and they were a few thousand people, right? And everybody's thinking, why, why are they giving iPods to software developers, right? Uh, but it became, you can imagine, maybe 15 years later, we are still talking about it. Um, <laughs> you know, because those employees uh, and those team members remember it, that they gave out maybe 5,000 iPods um, uh, on, on that day. So it's, sometimes it's, you have to think of how interesting the workplace is to attract the right talent. So if you look at a 20-year-old or 30-year-old and you want to attract them to an agency, you know, what is it besides uh, all, all the flexibility of remote working and, you know, work office, et cetera, that debate aside, everybody is wanting to work at a place which offers them the newest and the latest to work with. I mean, I don't think if you can you can attract the best talent by offering them tools that were, you know, like you said, you can't advertise your fax machine as a um, as a benefit, right? So if you, you if you if you create some you know modern tools and environment where they can learn from it as well and they can that helps them grow in their their careers, I think that's that will attract the right people and the right talent to you know, come and work for agencies and stay, stay with them um, for, a, for a longer time. That's, that's at least how I would um, view it. I, I don't know what Chris thinks about it, but I think uh, sometimes you have to provide the right environment. Well, not sometimes. No, Anurag, I was just laughing, kind of laughing because I did see recently someone advertising a fax machine as an advantage. So I was, that, I did. I have seen that in the last month. So, but um, you know, you talk about some of the benefits, at least so far that I've heard. When you can talk to either your current staff or folks that are coming on, right? It's just that kind of that predictive piece on who needs to make the calls to help them um, kind of load level their job responsibilities. The the amount of things they have to get through the day that. 
um, could be viewed as uh, just kind of grunt work in a lot of ways, right? That you have to do all these tasks that don't really give you that job satisfaction that that other tasks would. Um, so that could be a, a big thing. But if we talk about the, the the innovation curve, right? People that are early adopters versus coming on later. What's to keep somebody that's sitting here listening right now going from going, you know, we're getting along just fine. Everybody seems to be pretty happy. I'm just going to wait to see how this thing goes rather than, rather than jump on. I don't, I don't feel that pressing need to jump in right now. Yeah. I mean, there's always, uh, you know, the, the innovation curve as they, as they say, right, which we always have the innovators, the early adopters, you know, the late majority, et cetera. Um, and everybody might have a different choice of where they see themselves. Not everybody wants to be the first to buy a new gadget or a new technology or adopt a new process, right? Um, but there is definitely benefit, at least in my view, and I'm again going to age myself here and, you know, put some dates that will... Um, surprise some people but basically i remember many many years back i was attending a training sales training and i was a tech guy you know for and i wanted to go and attend a sales training because i wanted to see what sales people you know uh, use and how they want to sell so i attended a sales training from a gentleman called jack daly uh, he's a very popular sales trainer uh, and he said how many of you here use a cell phone to make make sales right and five people in the room raised their hand, right? So, I'm, and if you fast forward to today, I think it, somebody might be shot down for just asking that question, right? Um, so, you know, there will be early adopters and I guarantee you there were people who really adopted it as a tool to sell. And, and I compare our data platform to a GPS device. I mean, if you look at 10 years back, how many of us, uh, used a GPS device or 15 years back, right? And today, I think we have five GPS devices per person probably, right? And and you probably wouldn't go anywhere without a navigation or a GPS. Even if you know the, the road exactly, you still have some navigation going. Um, so that's, that's really what adoption of some of the technology is. Like early adopters will benefit and take a big advantage and, and a jumpstart. Um, whereas there will be a late uh, majority, which will have to play catch up and playing catch up is expensive. And you've always already lost ground to some of the early adopters who gained a significant advantage. So A, you will be late and B, it'll be expensive to catch up uh, at that time. And C, after doing all of that catch up, you would have just caught up. You would not be ahead, right? So that's, that's really the challenge that people need to think of when they look at some of these technology and say, can we be early? Um, and I, I know the insurance industry is not known for being an early adopter uh, in general, uh, but you know there are there are people who make that choice and they see the benefits for themselves, for their organizations and their team, right? So, so that's that's really where we definitely see. Like I, I give you an example of this agency whose team doesn't want to leave them because they might not have certain technology in, in other agency, right? So that's that's really being a benefit of early adopters. Um, so so I think, yeah, there is a big value to being an early adopter. There is risk, 
in in being an early adopter for sure um, but i guess this industry understands risk better than anybody i i hope switching kind of switching subjects just a little bit as you're explaining that i can hear lots of agencies going how do we know the winners from the losers because so many insure tech technology they disappear they get bought and then shelved how do we know we want to be an early adopter but any suggestions anarag as to how to pick the ones that are actually going to last <laughs> um i i i don't know if there is a magic answer to that one in my mind it, you just need to see what works for you and as far as it delivers value to you you know you're fine with it i mean if you try to predict which technology is like going to exist or who's going to get bought when um i think that's that's a very tough battle to figure out um and you would rather look at the value you get from using it rather than worrying about who's going to be around because that's i mean can we be 100% sure that the big companies are going to be around right so i think that's that's the same question is blackberry still around um so i mean so i i don't think it it really matters whether they are big or small if it's giving value and if you are you know improving efficiency and improving your output that your agency is looking at then then use it else don't um not just because it's something new and shiny uh, but as far as it's delivering value you know i don't care whether it's a big or a small company i, I would say not that's probably not a parameter to begin with so this one especially understanding the uh you know we started talking about the the data maybe we'll, we'll end there um and and there's the technology piece of it most companies that are oriented toward understanding the client through through data are are pretty technology driven but at the end of the day i think isn't it the understanding of the customer um the example i'll give is more on the carrier level i think every agent out there right now listening has heard that you know auto pricing is awful and you can't make money at auto but there are a couple companies that are making money hand over fist in auto yeah. and they were early adopters of that data of understanding the client of understanding behaviors that that they were then able to identify they were early they were first they got that competitive advantage that is seeming to be pretty durable these days where other carriers are trying to copy what it is they did 20 years ago um and don't seem to be able to catch up yeah i i mean even within our space i can give you a similar example i mean we see even within you know a hundred odd agencies who are using our platform those who use it on a daily basis versus those who use it maybe a little less we can directly see a difference um so we track several parameters but one parameter for example um is what's the premium per customer and premium per policy holder that they can they are getting and the jump has been almost the difference is almost 8% on those who use it more frequently versus those who don't use it as frequently right so again to your point you know if you know your niche and your value that you're driving doesn't matter if everybody thinks auto is not profitable but there will be some who will figure it out um in the same way you can look at some of these data points to tell you what's your 
specific area of focus and and go into that to use and 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 make it more profitable than anybody thinks it can be right um, and we can go back to the efficiency discussion or profitability and both can be driven through the same lens very nice well chris anything else that you'd like to to add um for us that we think we missed it's pretty neat if you can get a can work with somebody that can increase your revenue at a higher profit margin. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Take the same so, clients and just make a little figure out how to improve that relationship, improve the profitability, improve the revenue. So yeah. 8% extra growth uh, with more efficiency, which means more profit. That's not a bad deal. It's good work <laughs> if you can get it right. That's right. <laughs> Landrock, thank you for joining us today, Chris. Always a, a pleasure to talk to you. We appreciate everybody uh, listening. And uh, oh, before we leave, though, I haven't uh, asked the most important question: How can someone uh, get a hold of you, um, Anrog, if they if they're interested and want to learn more? And, and what's that process? Yeah, it's simple. The website is called donnaforagents.com, um, and you can visit that, and you have all the information. It's a uh, it's a completely ready-to-use platform. You can sign up for a trial right there uh, or reach out to us and we'll be happy to set up a demo or a presentation. All right. Well, thanks so very much again for joining us and uh, we will talk with everybody next time. Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Thank You're you. Welcome.